Welcome back to episode nine of the Booth Review. We're doing another late night one. I'm Nathan King, along with your other host, Brandon Higley. Brandon Higley. Today we're going to be doing some NFL mock draft with the upcoming draft on Thursday. We're also going to talk about the Miami Heat in the NBA, along with the other NBA uh, playoff news. We're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, and their odds to win the Central right now, and along with other MLB stuff, uh, some brief NHL, and yeah. First off, uh, let's talk about that Heat. Um, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs again. Yeah. He just continues to show that he's built for the postseason. I'm not going to lie. I did not expect the Heat to be like – obviously, we picked them to lose in the first round quite yeah, easily. most people probably did. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot about the Jimmy Butler effect. I, I think last week we said how the Heat will win the whole thing. You know how we went over that? Yeah. Heat will win the whole thing if Jimmy Butler goes absolutely berserk. Jimmy Buckets, playoff Jimmy. Yeah. It's, we, that's what he did when he, they made the finals a few years ago, and he's kind of doing it again. We pretty much wrote him off after Tyler Hero got hurt too, which is crazy that we just forgot that Jimmy Butler was a menace in the postseason. Yeah, that 56 points. Yeah. The uh, the Giannis injury was kind of a big thing in this series too. I think he, he didn't look the same. Yeah, hear, hear me out though. If Giannis doesn't get hurt, I think they still easily win the series. Yeah. But with the Giannis going down, he definitely didn't look the same. He's a little out of it. Yeah, it's uh, not completely over yet either. But the Bucks got to win three straight, which would mean at least one in Miami now. I mean, a lot of people thought they'd sweep anyway, so I don't think it's completely over. But come back down three one, I feel like the Heat with the momentum they have riding on Jimmy right now, they're gonna be just fine. Yeah, I mean, you win one of your next three, you advance. That you being would, said, you would I'd, play. Probably no, they play the Sixers, right? Yeah, so I don't think our. Yeah, it wouldn't change for us really. No, I mean, um, Sixers, I still think would go and actually go on to win it all. So our I upset still upset picks are looking pretty good though. Uh, the yeah, Lakers, Lakers are up three one. Uh, Knicks are up three one as well. Uh, which not too much of an upset there. The Lakers one definitely is when you think of how it started. Dylan Brooks has been absolutely quiet after what he said about LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got ejected in game game three, right? Got yes. ejected. And then game four, he, uh, with press conference, just walked away. No comment. Uh, game five of the first round today, the Hawks beat the Celtics 119-117. On a game winner. two series now. Which, again, I think the Celtics win the next one, but if not, this is going to be an interesting Game 7. Uh, Currently, also, the Timberwolves lead 63-62 in the third quarter, and in the first quarter, it's 30-30 to between the Clippers and Suns. Suns lead that series 3-1. to We can probably check back in a little bit. Right. Um, but, yeah, that did you see that game winner? I did. <laughs> sure the did. confidence to take that, even the shot, it didn't look that good when he shot it, and then just bam, bang, bang. Knicks fans are probably shaking. Uh, knowing that if the Hawks actually do get this upset, uh, they're gonna, it's going to be Hawks-Knicks again, you know? Yeah. But I don't think the Hawks are going to. I think Celtics are going to pick it up. I think Celtics-Knicks will be a great series if it happens, too. Yeah, I think either way. Um, I think that could go seven games. I think Knicks are a very competitive team. Yeah. Um, I still have the Celtics making it to the Eastern Finals, but... They, dropping two of them to the Hogs, a team that we counted out immediately, which, to be fair, what do they have outside Trey right. Young? Exactly. Um, DeJounte Murray has been I – mean, did he have a good season? He, he had a season. mediocre season, I believe. Um, let me look that up for us real quick. The Suns Clippers? Uh, that's over, I think. Um. Yeah. 
Kawhi's not net. He doesn't play. Uh, Murray, twenty point five points per game this year. Kind of disappointing. It was supposed to be a huge pickup. Regressed in points per game. He doesn't play amazing defense. Regressed though. by almost three full assists. Mm-hmm. Half a steal. He regressed by. Um, all his percentages are about the same as usual. So it's more just usage rate, I think, for him. <sighs> I just don't think they're a very talented roster outside of Trey Young. But that being said, Trey Young shut the haters up like today. So he did good on him. Uh, that Suns Clippers though, I think that one's over. I think the Suns are gonna win this. Uh, we said Clippers, but that was before Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. Kawhi being hurt. It... Anything can change. So. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young, thirty-eight points, thirteen yep. assists tonight. Thirteen assists. That's actually really nice. Jalen Brown led the Celtics with 35. They held Tatum to just 19. Yeah, that's difference maker. When they scored 30-plus, those two, they're like, I think they're undefeated. Probably. Like when assume. they both score 30-plus. Yeah. But um, uh, Talk about the Lakers for a second. They've taken control of their series. I 3-1. think that one's about over as well. Uh, it just shows that a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis are still one of the best teams in the NBA. They just got to be on the floor. Um. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. For the Timberwolves Nuggets game, yeah, uh, took over. Uh, decided, you know, made it so they didn't get swept. Could be a gentleman sweep tonight. I still think Nuggets are gonna take care of the T Wolves. They're a mess chemistry wise, but Ant won the best young players in the league. Yeah, that front court's just a mess with the two-headed center there with Cat and Gobert. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't like the spacing they get with those guys. Um, I don't like them running them on the floor with each other. So. Mm-mm. No, it's there. I don't know. It just doesn't work. I and mean, they gave up too much for Gobert. He, he but, did, uh, he's not a good scorer. He did one of the worst trades of this era, to be honest. Yeah, it's not a good one. Multiple firsts, I believe. Yeah, um, and then Kings Warriors is probably the most fun. It, it's the most intense and most fun series. I don't remember what we said about that series. We picked the Kings, but we said that it could go to six or seven, though. It, over the weekend, I was a little bit almost changing my mind. About the Warriors, man. But then again, they do not win games on the road. That's so what I was thinking. Tough. But I said that if the Kings win one of them, the series is over, and they did not win one of them. No. And that's a big difference maker. Steph Curry took it over. But and... I feel like oh, this next game is the most important game of the series. Yeah. Even with that soon. last one, I still feel like the next one, because whoever wins this game has a big advantage. And say the Kings win this one, they get to play home again with the Warriors being one of the worst teams, you know, away. So I feel like the Kings, if they can get this one, they win. But if the Warriors get this one and they go home, it's over. It's in Sacktown the next game, right? Yes. Yeah. And that'll flip Huge. to the Warriors and then, yeah. Yeah. Huge. Because it's tough to win it in Golden State. Tough to win in Golden State, but the Warriors don't win anywhere but Golden State. Right. That's why, like, if the Warriors win game five in Sacramento, mm. yikes for the Kings. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be this is the best series and good on the Kings because they're against a team with probably the most experience playoff wise. Uh, you know, obviously this team has been a dynasty over the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curry's ridiculous, but uh, it's the Kings are a young and upcoming team, and I'm really excited to see even if they lose, what's next for them. Yeah, this series is going to be good for the development of the no franchise. Ma- no matter what happens in this series, you cannot say they had a disappointing season. Actually, no, far from it. Them to be here. Didn't uh, their coach won Coach of the Year? Coach of the Year, yeah. First ever unanimous and, Coach of the Year. Yeah, uh, Banchero just won Rookie of the Year, good which good. that was, yeah. He's a monster. No one else was going to win that. No. Most improved was Laurie. Also, good for him as yeah, well. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You had improvement from other players, um, you know, 
But I feel like the jump that Laurie made from a all star, yeah, from what looked like he was a draft bust. That's what I'm saying. The Bulls got rid of him. He didn't do so hot, and then he's yeah, complete all star. Um, I mean, obviously, big jump from Shy, but Shy we already knew was a, a star. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we didn't know Laurie was a star. Did he? He was. Was he an all star starter? No, he no, he was a reserve. He was a reserve, but still, no one. The way he no, played, he might have been. I thought he was. But anyway, still ridiculous season by him. Uh, so yeah. Um. Are you looking it up? He was not. He was not because they decided Zion needed to start. Really? Yeah. Yeah, injuries. Um, Laurie was an All Star starter with injuries. Steph Curry, Zion, Kevin Durant, though. Yeah. Which he probably deserved. It. So he technically gets a, it counts as a starting nod, but yeah, right. why did Zion get it? He was going off and he got hurt, and then that's the like story usual. of his career. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that happened. Oh, uh, also, one last thing in the NBA: shout out to this the future champion 76ers, the only team to sweep in the first round. Yeah, uh, I kind of expected it. The Nets looked like they were in take one, and then they choked in the end. So. But uh, to the end, are you done with? Are you good with NBA? Yeah, should be fine. Okay, baseball, Bucks. Um, yeah. Uh, right now, I don't know if they still have it. They lost tonight. They blew a seven-two lead. Lost eight-seven. Yeah. But going into today, best record in the National League, second best record in baseball. Um, the vibes are at an all-time high for the Pirates because uh, today, big news: Brian Reynolds' eight-year extension. Hundred and six million dollars with a twenty thirty one club option of twenty million, I believe. What a steal for the Buckos. How do you feel about it? Awesome. The Pirates were one of four teams to never sign a player to a nine figure deal. They are now crossed off that list. The monkeys off their back. Um they signed their guy, man. It's exciting. No, he's not gonna be a Yankee like all the other this is in the past. this is progress. The Pirates are willing to spend money. Finally, finally, it's about time they got. Uh, well, Key Brian signed a deal last year, which right. was a real big step, and then this one, an absolute <clears throat> great deal, honestly. Yeah, what a steal. Uh, even see, even if it doesn't end up being that great of a deal, I feel like it's good on the franchise because they're willing to do that, and it shows that they care. It changes kind of the whole uh, locker room dynamic. I feel. yeah, like they're they're uh, showing that the locker room that they're willing to try and start winning now which is huge like the locker room if the locker room believes and the front office believes the fans are going to start to believe and then why not you know why can't they start winning now when you put trust in your guys i feel it just adds yeah. even and more to how they play like that. yeah you'll get people drawn into your franchise if they're like oh they put trust in this guy they put in this trust in this guy why well, want the, or you know they could trust me if i come in there i yeah, get more players in agents, yeah yeah you get a good name going among players. Like, players retire. They talk great about them instead of, oh, yeah, they would, you know, wasn't a great place to play. He wasn't treated well. So I feel like it just it just adds to if you pay your players and you trust them and you respect them, it builds up locker room chemistry and just builds the franchise. Mm-hmm. Huge step forward for the organization today. Yes. Um, they also, come draft time, are blessed to be able to select the best prospect in the draft since Bryce Harper. In Dylan Cruz, hitting 496 at LSU right now. Oh, that's absurd. The outfield of the future is looking like Reynolds, Sawinski, Cruz, which is insane now to say. Mm. 
because this kid is special. I'm so excited. Could be great. Yeah. Uh, other news, uh, the first Inside the Park homer was just hit by Yuli uh, Gur- Guriel. Uh, Where's he at now, Arizona? Uh, I can check. Give me just a minute. I can't remember where he signed. Um, Miami. Yeah, Miami. First yeah. Inside the Park of the season. Good on him. Big props. Um, season's been an interesting start, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the season as a whole right now? You know, now that we're, you know, a few weeks in. Um, well, probably great with your Pirates, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that pace is going to keep up, but. Um, you couldn't ask for a better start, though. No, and it's exciting. Like, a bunch of small market teams, other than the, obviously the A's and Royals, are. Like the Orioles, or not the Orioles. The, I say the Royals? Yeah, I meant the A's and Royals are obviously trash. Yes. The Pirates and the Orioles off to good starts, and the Rays, obviously. That's very exciting for the future of baseball because the big, uh, huge market teams are now maybe a little scared of the small market teams. I don't know. That's, that's I cool mean, see, yeah, it's nice to see these small market teams actually succeed now, and I feel like it'll add more competitiveness to baseball, which is something that it's missed. Yeah. Come playoff ever. time every year, I always root for the small market teams just yeah. for the Pirates' sake. I mean, uh, my team. I mean, my team's not necessarily a big market, but St. Louis is still a bigger market than a lot of the yeah. others. So it's a big market for their division, but yeah, uh, in a wider scope of things, not so much like compared to New York. That's what I'm saying. It's Chicago. not Atlanta. It's not New York. Philadelphia. Chicago is a huge market team that acts like a small market team. The Cubs. No, so, not even the, the White Sox act like a small market yeah, team. The White Sox are one of the three teams remaining who have not handed out a nine-figure contract. Yeah, it is the White Sox, the Royals, and the Athletics, which those last two make sense. Which is yeah, they have a combined so, ten wins, I think. Um, move. I'll come back, but you were talking about the Athletics. You see, they're trying to uh, they purchase land in Vegas. Yeah, they're thinking uh, about I moving think out. out of there, and um, people are saying like, oh, that's the future of baseball. Small market teams are moving. Um, three teams now will have moved out of Oakland in the last how many years? Five, ten. Yeah, I think there's a common denominator there instead of the small market thing because obviously it's not a great place for sports anymore. No, uh, they pull bet. Uh, I feel have to feel for Oakland fans though because they lost. They're like, okay, we lost the team. We lost the second team. Now they're going to be losing a third. Like, yeah. as an Oakland fan, in ten years to you know be diehard, go to, say you're a season ticket holder, you go to every game. You know, it doesn't matter what sport, you go to every game, and suddenly that's gone. Say you watch the other game, that's gone as well. Like it's just. It has to be crushing as a fan, but it's probably better overall to get these teams out of Oakland. Yeah. Um, trying to find out what the drive is. Yeah. Um, to Vegas. I don't. I just thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, it's probably so not short. It's seven hours and fifty minutes drive from Oakland to Vegas. I'm not driving which seven hours. Is not ideal for no. Oakland fans. No, that's it's. I just feel bad for Oakland fans in that sense, but I get it. But yeah, that sucks, though. It, it would definitely suck. Could you imagine if they just moved the Steelers, moved the Pirates, yeah. kicked them right out? Yeah, that's not cool. No, that's not cool. Um, but yeah, Pirates are off to a sixteen and eight start. My Cardinals are off to a nine and fourteen start, six and a half games back. Um, yeah. I don't really want to talk about them. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> the D-backs are still leading. Or, well, they're tied now with the Dodgers. Um, 
same win percentage, but I believe that the D-backs have the one seed off of just divisional games. Or not the one, but they're winning the division right now yeah, because of that. Like I said at the beginning of the year, I said this is a good Diamondbacks team. Like They got really good young talent. Um, they got power. They got speed. They got good arms. I think it's a team that's going to be dangerous here for the next five, ten years. It's a competitive division. Uh, as we said at the beginning of the year that it would be, so far it's held true with the Padres are only a game and a half back too. Right, and they just got their guy back, Tatis. He's just returning, so. Yeah, they're just gonna add them into the mix. It's a three-team race in that division. Every division's still close. Obviously, starting besides, I think the Rays are kind of already running away a little bit. What's the lead in that division? Uh, four and a half games, but we're only t- like 24, 25 games in. Yeah. So they'll eventually cool off. And I think so. Hot. I think it'll be a close. But race, but. through the first twenty-four games to have four losses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> that's good. But um, well, obviously good. Uh, that whole division is also competitive, though, because, like I said, they're running the way, but every team in that division has 13 wins, all over 500. The Red Sox have, you know, 13 right now. Yankees are fourth in the, the division. <laughs> behind, <laughs> don't hate that. I, I don't hate that. hate that. Behind the Blue Jays and Orioles. I don't know if it's just me. I've always liked the Orioles, like, logo. Yeah. <laughs> their no, uniform. I like everything about the <laughs> Orioles, low-key. Like, they're just a fun team. Yeah. And they don't get enough credit, but I, I've always liked the Orioles for some It's also reason. a very underrated ballpark. I want to get to Camden Yard someday. That's really nice. Yeah. No, I've only seen two, obviously, just seeing Washington or Nationals Park and then, you know, obviously PNC. But I... I want to go on a tour of the stadiums eventually. Just go around yeah. and hit a bunch of them up. We don't even have to go to games. We can just go there and take stadium tours. Like that'd be awesome. That'd be sick too. I w- would like to see a game in each one though. That yeah, would be that's like my the goal too. It's sometimes not... just take off. Uh, preferably take a night out. game too. I don't know if it. It could just be me, but the night, the game atmosphere of a night game just feels so good. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, I want know. to see a day game at Wrigley though. I think that's a stadium you need to see a day game. At. I guess. Yeah, with that one, I just like seeing like stadiums with good views at night. Everything's lit up. Fireworks go off. The team wins. You know, it's just that yeah. atmosphere is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, quickly go to hockey. Yeah. Uh, last night the Maple Leafs came back from a, I think it was a 4-1 deficit yep. to win in overtime to advance to a 3-1 series lead. Would be their first series win since 0-4. Oh, oh, wait. I think 0-4. Oh, wait. The Kings made the playoff. Okay, so it yeah. would be since 0-4. Leafs haven't won a series since 0-4, so. Can you imagine if they choked? <laughs> I would not hate that either. <laughs> I would lose it. Not a it. huge Leafs guy. Uh, right now, well, Dallas, uh, the Stars just took a 3-2 lead, 4-0 over the Wild right there. Yeah. In the series. Um, the Kings series, pretty competitive with the Oilers. It's tied 2-2. The Oilers are up 3-2 after one. Started the second. Islanders stayed alive today with a 3-2 victory in yep. Carolina. I think Carolina probably takes the next one, though. But, yeah, I mean, but the, Islanders the Islanders are, are a tough. Good team. They're a tough yeah, team. They're scrappy. Um, series is tied with the Kraken uh, just beat the Avalanche, so it's tied and 2-2. And the big news in that series, Kale McCarr suspended in a, for a game on it with his hit. There the other night, yeah, so. which is he's the best defenseman in hockey. Yeah, it's it, that's not going to help them. No, <laughs> but um, so yeah, no, that's definitely a big blow. Uh, talk about expansion teams. The Golden Knights are up three one over the Jets. Four uh, two win um, yesterday. Devils and Rangers, probably the best series in the playoffs right now. They tied the series two two yesterday with a three one victory in the Garden. They took both games in the Garden. Yep, silenced the New York fans. Both I don't like Rangers fans. Oh, I, Rangers fans just not, not irk fans. me. 
But yeah, that's a great series. Both teams storming into the other's barn. There's a lot of good goal. series, I think. Uh, you know, just in this, like, no, no team's really blowing out. Nothing. I mean, there's a few three-one leads, I guess. Bruins lead three-one. Hurricanes. Which the, for the Panthers 3-1. to take a win there, I'm surprised, honestly. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers really. I mean, they got in by default, but yeah, they're not. I didn't lead. expect them. To, I thought they were going to get swept. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So going back though, talk about these expansion teams. Do you think these expansion drafts are fair necessarily? No. I mean, it sets you up right away. That's what I'm saying. These teams, the Kraken, are, is this their second season? Second season. Yeah, Knights second. made it to the cup final in their first season. Just not, they got to fix that. Yeah, they also, uh, that was ridiculous. They're thinking about expanding again. Yeah, which, hear me out, I don't mind expansions, but, you know, it brings more light to hockey and more attention. Seattle deserves to have a team. Yeah. Um I just don't like what they get. They shouldn't start off so rich. They shouldn't start you should off. Let as, teams protect more players is how you fix that. They shouldn't start off or start off as poor as other expansions. And uh, like for example, the NFL when the Texans expanded, it was terrible. They sucked. Yeah. But they shouldn't start off like for for they next to go to the Cup than, final. Obviously, how many teams like if they're making the playoffs? Right? That's what they're. They have a three-one lead. I mean, they just good on them, but at the same time, they. You should have more protection, I feel, over your players. Yeah, I think you need to add, I don't know, three, four more. Probably, I think three is a good number to add more to protect more players. Well, because you're taking some of these players, like the really good teams, you can take, say, these top ten teams. You're taking a really solid player from ten teams. You're taking a stud on the third or second line that's Mm going to be one of your first line guys who's going to score 30 goals. It's like not everybody has – depth like that yeah, yeah. You, you're taking a second line guy every time or you're taking a third line guy every time if in it, some cases with bad contracts you're taking first line guys or good goalies that's what i'm saying and you it just sets them up like yeah. it, it just sets them up perfect uh, to the fact where they can compete and that's not the goal of an expansion team to compete originally no it's to just i don't know i just i'm not a fan of it i, I i'd just be upset i like the expansion i just i'm not a fan of the draft that's the mm-hmm. thing i don't know Say you build your team for 10 years, you know. Say you're a, you're a GM or something. You Say you spent all this time building this team, and then they're finally good, and a new team comes in. They just say, okay, we're going to join now. And they take they take a top player from you that you yourself spent forever, you know, working towards the draft, or, you know, you spent many years losing. Now you are suddenly lose this great player, and you lose a lot more games, and this team's suddenly going to the cup final. Right. Like That's ridiculous. For example, uh, Sabres haven't had a good goalie since Ryan Miller. Yeah. Knights come in, expansion team, and they get to draft Marc-Andre Fleury. And that's just, I don't know. I see a problem with that. <laughs> I don't know. This could just be me and my soapbox complaining right here. Uh, you know, I didn't schedule I didn't schedule this to complain. Uh, <laughs> I just I just think it's dumb. Yeah. And especially uh, maybe a salty Sabres fan as well because we don't make the playoffs. But to see these teams not only make the playoffs, but to be successful in the playoffs, it just makes me a little mad because they're so fresh. Yeah, like they need to earn their stripes a little bit. But yeah, nothing we can do about it. So we're just talking about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's certain rule changes. Um, but baseball, going back, I've, since we're talking about we were talking about expansion teams and rule changes and things like that. Um. I like the the more small ball baseball that's been pl- being played. That's the one thing I'll say about the pitch clock, which I don't like the pitch clock, right. but I like that people are stealing again. Yeah, no, I like that too. Um, yeah, I, 
the one thing about like the new rules that I do like is it limited the uh, amount of pickups a pitcher yeah. can do. Because it gets ridiculous sometimes. See, you know, if they like, can limit the pickoffs and get rid of the pitch clock, that'd be perfect. Yeah. You don't need to throw over four times in the same at bat. Like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. We'll never see another Ricky Henderson. I don't think base, like, we'll get to that point again. I mean, no, Ricky was one a of a kind. That's unbreakable. Yeah. But, um, just like the, I mean, the home run record is pretty unbreakable. It, I don't know. Just competition keeps getting up and out. Like, I feel like players are just, with how the power that comes in now, Compared to like small ball, I feel like it could be a record that's possible eventually. But um, I don't know. I feel like the steel one's even harder because a lot of small ball baseball just isn't played. So I'm glad to see stealing back because small ball baseball is some of my favorite baseball. Um, the home run record. If you played 15 major league seasons, you'd have to average 50.8 homers a year to break it. Oh wait, you're talking the home the run all time. Home all run time. Record. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying like a season. Okay. I talk about this Ricky Henderson single season as well. No, yeah, that, that's tough. Um, Seventy three, I think that'll be broken eventually. That's what I was saying. I was like, I, th- I think that one will be broken. Okay, all time, yeah, um, maybe eventually. But baseball, baseball's like, for example, like the NFL is in danger. Like people are saying, oh, maybe this won't be around eventually because of all the stuff. Baseball's a relatively safe sport. Yeah. Like, you don't see a lot of major injuries. Okay. The one rule that I do like that they changed is you can't make collisions. I mean, I like collisions at the plate, but yeah, for safety reasons, that was a good rule change. Yeah. Um, pitchers do take a lot of wear and tear, but that's why you have so many rosters. So I feel like baseball, in terms of, like, just the sport, isn't that dangerous. Yeah. They also changed that you can't take out guys at second on double plays either. Which course, is yeah, which is change. a good rule. I don't see, like, <laughs> it's not really you playing better if you can take someone out. No, I like collisions at the plate more than I like taking people out a second. Because yeah. that's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I've cheap. never liked that. I mean, I don't know. The, the, some of the highlights of that, I guess saying highlights, you know, you see bench clearing brawls. That's fun to watch in highlights, but it's not safe. Like, for the yeah. actual sport, it's not a good thing. No. So, I don't know. But just, that's, it's brief, but I just want to say, I, that's the one thing I have liked about uh, the pitch clock. And, by the way, in a live game, I hated it. Yeah. Oh, I was anxious the whole time. They have it in, like, four different spots where you're looking around. I don't know about every park, but they had them, like, the big Jumbotron, and they had it below and everything. And it's just, I don't like it. I was getting anxiety just looking at that clock countdown. Yeah, you can't really relax. No, it's it's stressful. Too stressful. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That, that's just the one thing I like. And uh, any other news for these sports? I think we're covering all of it. Okay. Awesome. Uh, NFL news, briefly. Aaron Rodgers finally got dealt. Yep. I didn't think it was going to happen. It happened. Yeah, I was shocked. I, I really didn't think he would. I think that's the one piece the Jets were missing. I think that's going to be a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tight in the East. I don't know if they'll necessarily win it, obviously, because Buffalo kind of owns it now. But it's going to be a good race. It's going to be really good. I mean, Miami's I, good, too. Yeah, my thing is with Miami, though, is after Tua's stuff, I, I'm not sure he's going to be the same. Right. And I don't think even with him, they're as good as Buffalo or the Jets now. Yeah. I feel like Buffalo, coming back healthy, I feel like it's going to be different. But it really comes down to injuries are such a major factor in who wins. Like, yeah. the NFL, it always comes down to who's more healthy. And if it didn't, the 49ers would win the Super Bowl three times already. So... Yeah, I mean, with Trey Lance, maybe. They have the worst luck in the world. Maybe uh, even Garoppolo. Yeah. Maybe even Purdy. Maybe. I mean, it could have happened. <laughs> um, Honestly, the Packers? I like the trade for the Packers. Yeah. Potentially two first-rounders. They're moving up in the draft to potentially get a receiver for Jordan Love. Yeah. 
Um, um, so I feel like they're going to add a weapon um, of some sort, either receiver, tight end. Um, I like Smith and Jigba there, low key, but it depends on if he's still there, though. Yeah, and because he, I don't know, with his talent, there's a lot of players this year, this draft. I feel that players can either be top five, or you can see him draft at like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, like it's not just set in stone like this. It's a very deep draft. Like yeah, there's and, guys that can be stars. Maybe the whole first round. I mean, the yeah. athleticism in the league that's coming well, which with, I ridiculous. feel like he's the best receiver prospect, okay? But it depends with all the other prospects and talent that there is in this draft. Um, I feel like it just depends on if they a team wants to take a receiver, especially in a class. Well, not a class. In a game now that's so – every draft is receiver heavy, and you're going to find studs in the third, fourth round every year now. Yeah. So. Yeah, most – I mean – a lot of starters are found in rounds three, four, five. That's the majority of starters. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot that just come from there. Um, which, you know, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Bills' last few, three, four. I guess was Moss? No, he was second round, I believe. I think he was third. Was he third? Zach Moss? Yeah. Yeah, he was third round pick, I think. But I think Gabe Davis was a fourth round pick. He was. Yeah. And he's... He play, he's he a starter, a, He's a starter. So. Uh, I thought he was going to be a star last year. He started off as a star, torched your Steelers. But, <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, Dawkins wasn't a first-round pick. He was second. Um, Diggs was a fifth-round pick, I think. Diggs was a fifth-round pick. Where did he come from? Was it Maryland? Maryland. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm not – I'm fine with that. But I'm also fine with the trade for the Jets uh, in the sense where they gave up a lot, but the Jets have a They're quarterback now. Win, I think. Yeah, they're in it to win, and I feel like just having a quarterback in there just brings development and things of that nature. And to have a leader like Rodgers right now is good for them. He's still good. Like He's not washed by any means. But that being said, he's also, you know, he's nearing 40, man. Like <laughs> he, I mean, I like – he's getting receivers now, which is – I don't know. I, it's pretty dangerous. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got – I mean, Priest Hall's going to come back. He's yeah, not a receiver, but to have he a weapon passes, there as well. So Yeah, he catches passes. I feel like, yeah, it's it looks good for them. And they have one of the you know, best young players in Sauce Gardner right now. Um, so I feel like they're they're just really – they've built well. In, the, in one year, they had one of the best drafts I've seen. And I don't even think they had the best draft. But I think Seattle did. That being said, I feel like – just the way they've drafted has really changed their program. And to have Quinn and Williams and Quentin Williams, you know, brothers that are both studs out there, great chemistry. They just mm-hmm. locked up Quinn for a long time. Jermaine Johnson coming off yeah. the edge. Jermaine yeah. Johnson's, yeah, very underrated. I like, as a Bills fan, I like the Jets, what they're doing right now. I don't like the Jets, but, like, like I, I can't root for them. Right. But say I wasn't a Bills fan, say I, say I was an NFC fan, I would love the Jets right now. Yeah. Jets are a fun young team. Yeah, that's how I hate it. <laughs> that's how I feel about the Bengals. I can't stand them, but what they got right now is just so nice. They once they have to pay players, it's going to be tough, though. Yeah, uh-huh. they already lost Bates, so yeah. And Bates was one of the best young safeties in the league. He was a top three safety, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but yeah, I feel like Jets. I'd I'd still get. I'd feel like it's a win-win for both the Packers. They you know moved up with the chance to add weapons for Jordan Love which is definitely a good thing, but we know, as in the past, the Packers don't like to draft weapons. No, for whatever reason. I Yeah, no, I'm not entirely sure. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, is that all for NFL news? Yep, I think so. Okay, yeah. 
So uh, with the upcoming draft Thursday, um, we're gonna do a live mock draft. We're gonna go back and forth. Um, if you want, we can do two. We have enough time. What's up? We have enough time. Four. Not a lot of news. We can do two, honestly. Two mock drafts? Yeah. Do you want to just do one and we can go back and forth every other pick? Yeah. Um, I have it pulled up on my phone. I have it on my laptop here if you want to just... I'm saying passing it forward. Just tell me who you draft and yeah. Gotcha. Um, 31 picks up? in the first round this year because Miami's forfeiting theirs. Idiots. Uh, yeah. So, 31 players will be off the board. Um... I'll just take the first pick since I have the laptop. Um, yeah. Carolina, they're going to take Bryce Young. They ha- I, that, I've seen things that they're going to take, um, you know, Will Levis, and I feel like I just feel like they'd be so stupid. Yeah, no. I think first it's a lot of smoke screens. I think yeah. it's just Bryce Young is I think he's number one. one. Almost that year. being said, the Texans, even I'm, since I have number two, with C.J. Stroud, like people were talking about it, but the Texans really like Levis, and I think they they're going to take. I, it. I honestly think they might take Levis as well. I'm taking him over. I'm not taking him over Stroud, but they're taking him over Stroud. Yeah, and apparently all the teams have liked him so far. Apparently right. he's done really he's well got in all the interviews. Ridiculously good arm talent. It's just the production in college is the big question mark on him. Yeah, but so, I mean, then again, there's a lot of great NFL quarterbacks who didn't have great production in college. Yeah, no. Um, I mean Patrick Mahomes. He was good, but he wasn't. Exactly. Now. Um <laughs> That's the best one. Even Josh Allen played in Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, Allen, Brady, Ben. Burrow, Burrow did have talent, I will say, for yeah. top quarterbacks now. Mm-hmm. Where'd Ben come from? Miami of Ohio. My- <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, Miami that makes University sense. <laughs> okay, number three, Arizona Cardinals. They have their quarterback, so they don't need one. Yeah, I'm going to go Will Anderson strictly because I think – Cardinals fans will kill the GM if they don't take Will Anderson. Yeah, I think they GM really, loses really, his job really if like they don't Will get Anderson. J. Uh, yeah, uh, very talented. He's a beast. Yeah, JJ Watt replacement right there, and he's way younger and way cheaper. Yeah, no, he's terrifying though. Like I, they have to take him. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Colts. They're like you know, after they just saw Levis get drafted, they'd be stupid not to get Stroud right here. In my Which opinion. they really like Stroud though too. That's what I'm saying. But if that's the ba- either one that falls to their plate, they're taking. I think. I agree. They really need a quarterback. But I they feel like they're not going to start Gardner Minshew. No, I feel like they're happy with uh, Stroud falling to them. Yeah, they. Uh, I seen a thing. I could have sworn I seen a thing that the Colts prefer Stroud to any quarterback in the draft. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. Stroud's really good, though. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the whole stigma of Ohio State quarterbacks failing in the NFL, I think Stroud breaks that mold. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he is a good quarterback. There's a few good quarterbacks this year. Um, um, Seattle at five. They don't really have any, like, pressing needs right now. I mean, maybe a little bit of O-line, but interior O-line. Yeah. But there's no interior O-lineman that's going to go in the top five picks. Um, I think they go best available. I think they go Jalen Carter. Even with the controversy, I mean, he's too good to pass up on. If you're even with the controversy, uh, see, that's why I was thinking if they don't pass up on him, the Raiders would take him because they love controversy. Yeah, I agree, but But he's the best available. If they're smart, I feel like they would take him. And they do need interior D line a little bit, so not Mm -hmm. a bad pick at all. I think that's probably the best pick so far out of any team. Yeah. Um. So you might disagree with me on this one, but uh, Detroit Lions, you know, they just got um, you know, a young receiver. Uh, with Amonra, he's been balling. Yeah, uh, J Mo as well. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, J Mo suspended now, but their problem yeah. has been defense, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, they had one of the best offenses in the football last year. Um, and I feel like they could get um, Dalton, how do you say his name, Kins? Kincaid? Yeah, Kincaid. I feel like they could, but I feel like with them getting rid of Okuda, they're going to go corner and just take Witherspoon. Yeah, I agree. I've had Witherspoon to the Lions in every one of my mock drafts. Yeah, so I just far. feel like it just makes sense. Yeah. And especially dishing Okuda, I feel like that kind of proves that that's the direction they're in. And I feel like, in my opinion, he's the best corner on the board. Yeah, which is impressive because it is one of the best corner classes I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, they're still fun. I, I like this corner class. Um... Raiders at seven could be literally anything right now. I, but, I, but it's a flashy pick. It's a flashy organization. I think the Raiders go quarterback. I think they go Anthony Richardson. I figured that's where you're going with that. Um, yeah, I figured if they are not getting, if Jalen Carter's there, they're getting him. But I feel like Anthony Richardson, where he may not be, he's very raw. Right. Okay? Uh, but his athleticism and his talent that he shows, if his ceiling's insane, mm-hmm. if he can pan out, you know, his speed is ridiculous. I feel like Anthony Richardson He's would be... He's got a cannon, too. People don't really uh, give him enough credit for his arm talent. It's just a matter of, again, production in college. Yeah. I just... Anthony Richardson, if he can develop correctly, I feel like it's a great play. But with the Raiders, we're going to see. Right. And um, I don't think he starts right off the bat for this Raiders team, either which is probably what's best for Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. But I think this might be a hot take. I think he's got the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this draft. No, and that's what there's a lot with these raw prospects is that they have the highest ceiling. Mm -hmm. Just any raw prospect. Uh, I go back to the Bills a lot because that's the one I follow the most. But Rousseau, when we drafted him, was one of the most raw prospects, you know, in that draft. Mm -hmm. And he's panning out. Even Josh Allen was very raw. Yeah, Yeah, Josh Allen... A lot of people were saying he was one of the most raw and had one of the highest ceilings. Lamar as well. Lamar, and those were two that panned Mahomes out the most. Yeah. was very raw. Mahomes, I saw grades. The Chiefs were given Fs after they yeah. drafted him. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, sometimes, I mean, obviously it didn't work out last year for the Titans with Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, recently, that's kind of like a minority because these raw guys, if you can get them in there and learn from veterans, yeah, usually are starting to pan out a little bit. Yeah, once you get the raw guys and the veterans, it just helps a lot. And uh, the veterans, their superior leadership, like just what they know, it, um, it just, you know, they can provide a lot of insight for these future and uh, for future players. So it's really good. Um, number eight with the Atlanta Falcons, they're shitting their pants. They, I feel yeah. like they would take in Richardson. I could, we're not trading back. We're not doing trades. But I could potentially see them trade back at that point. Yeah, um, they addressed a big... Uh need on defense with literally anyone other than A.J. Terrell in the secondary with getting Jesse Bates. Yeah. Um, I don't think they go quarterback because Desmond Ritter, they really want him to well, see what I feel they like him. the Bears and the Eagles, like, they're not going to – they're not going to need edge guys, I don't think. I feel like the Bears are probably going to go with an offensive lineman, preferably tackle. Uh, so I just feel like the Falcons would probably trade down. But say they're not trading down right here, I feel like they'd probably go with – do you think Nolan Smith at the edge? I've seen a lot of um, Nolan Smith being linked to the Falcons. I've also seen a lot of uh, Tyree Wilson. So I mean, That's what I was I thinking. I think Edge is their biggest need. I, you know, actually, I'm going to be controversial. I say they take a swing because Tyree Wilson could go anywhere mm-hmm. at this point. I feel like they're going to, instead of Nolan Smith, you know, I feel like they might take the swing as the Falcons to try and get a player, like a home run pick. I'm going to go Tyree Wilson, actually. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of both. I think it could go either way at yeah. this point for the Falcons. Um. 
I actually have a buddy who's a Falcons fan on the team. He is praying. On the Falcons? What? You said you have a no, buddy that's on, on the, the baseball team. team. Yeah, okay. He is praying <laughs> that the Falcons do not take Tyree Wilson. He wants Nolan Smith bad. But at the same time, play, or, Wilson does have a higher uh, upside, though. Yeah, you can be wrong a lot, though, but I just feel like it could go either way there. Yeah. And I feel like they could trade down and get Wilson still. Mm-hmm. But um, Or and, trade down and go running back, which Bijan, yeah. Gibbs, both solid options. I feel like there's better needs. Okay, Bears, who are you taking? I assume um, you're going to take O-line to yeah, get Yeah, I'm people. going Skaronsky. Skaronsky's couple so of good. factors. He's the number one lineman guy in this draft pretty handily. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good tackles, too, in this draft, which is saying something about Skaronsky because he's the best. He's also, I mean, the Bears have as good a look on him as anybody. Being from Northwestern, it's probably the closest NFL team is the Bears. And a lot of guys from those Midwest, like, cold schools, Notre Dame, Northwestern, a lot of times they end up, especially offensive linemen, they end up in Chicago because mm-hmm. they have that pipeline going there. So Well, they're really good at developing linemen, I, I will say. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Even Iowa and them, like, the Midwest schools are O-line U. Mm. Um. Okay, who are we on next? We're on um, Philly at ten. Philly at ten. Philly they traded with New Orleans. For yeah, this pick. they don't really have like a major need right. in my opinion. I agree. Like, um, with I mean AJ Brown's a stud at receiver. They could go Jackson Smith. They also have Smitty. Yeah, um, but I don't think they're gonna go Jackson Smith out of Maybe all they're either. gonna pick. Um, they have a lot of old players that they need to replace, and D line's definitely a big one of them that I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. D-line, or even, I feel like they could go corner as well. But I feel like it with Nolan, or no. Actually, they don't even need an edge rusher, do they? Fletcher Cox is like 40 right now. He's a he's an interior guy. Yeah. Uh, their edge rushers are also, um, did Graham, they lose his on Reddick? I don't think, or I'm not sure, but he's also pretty old. And how old yeah, is Brandon, Brandon Graham? Graham's Redick, or yeah, Brandon Graham's old too. I feel like they might get their replacement since he dropped him. I feel like they could take Nolan Smith here just because he's there to get a replacement for Brandon Graham. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think they go Nolan Smith as well. But I feel like Cansey would also be um, – yeah, Kalaja Cansey's also a great choice for yeah. them. But I feel Christian like Gonzalez as well. Nolan Smith, which, with the talent they need, they don't need a prospect. They need a player that can come and play. And I feel like that's what Nolan Smith can provide for them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, SEC edge rusher, obviously – production in college who do you think titans are going with then i'm gonna shock some people here uh you said smith and jigba is your number one receiver in this class yeah i'm gonna take who i think is my number one receiver in this class uh, i'm Jordan taking Nets. zay flowers zay flowers you think they're gonna re- or not reach but you think they're gonna go all the way down um yeah I, some teams a lot of teams actually have flowers as their number one some have smith and jigba uh I've seen very few who think Addison and Johnston are the number one. I mean, they class. need a receiver, so I'm not mad at it. I feel like any of them are good, mm-hmm. you know? I'm not mad at that, though. So I feel like they just need a receiver right now because they don't have anything. Right. I think the Burks pick was kind yeah. of it let down last year okay. so far. I mean, it could very easily change, but mm-hmm. a lot I feel- of better receivers went off the board. So, I'm going to go with another receiver because the Texans just got their QB, okay? Their O-line's not terrible with Tunsil. Uh, you know, he's an absolute stud. They need a center, but I feel like with Smith and Igba, or in Jigba there, they're going to get, you know, for um, Will Levis, they're going to get a receiver. They're going to go Smith and Jigba. Yeah, well, um, and a lot of times in these drafts, 
you see runs of positions go, I think a run of receivers could be going here because the yeah. Packers are up next. And I think the Packers end up going Jordan Addison. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, again, uh, good target. or Yeah, great target for them. Uh, I feel like Kinsey could be another one that they could go mm-hmm. just because he provides, you know, blocking. And he's also, a, you know, great receiver for right. them. But I feel like Addison, just get weapons for love, yeah. and that's the main goal right there. Yeah, Pro- show love you're going to be willing to So this will be it. their first the, – the first time they go first-round receiver in how long? It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Let me actually look that up because that's an interesting uh, stat. Um, so we're on the Pats though. So I'm going to talk about the Pats real quick before I draft. I'll just you know uh, talk about them. They hate drafting offense first. Yeah, unless it's a freaking. Guard. It's Bill Belichick. He's not. Last dra- year they took a guard out of. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. not drafting offensive. I feel like they're not drafting offense first unless it's offensive line. Um, I, I don't. Found s- it if you want to know. Huh. The last first round wide receiver taken by the Packers, and it's actually their last skill position on offense taken. Other than Aaron Rodgers, uh, it was in 2002 they took Javon Walker. That was their Florida last State. skill position. Javon Walker from Florida That's State. That's crazy. Twentieth pick in 2002. That is crazy. Okay, so the Pats. I feel like, like I said, unless they're going, um, I. Okay, let me think about who I'm going to take. Because now uh, things have switched up a little bit. I don't feel like they're going to get a tight end here. I don't think they really need a corner too bad compared to a lot of their other positions. Mm-hmm. They might actually. They need an edge, and they need a tackle. And there is plenty of bull. And I feel like Miles Murphy's great at edge, but I feel like they're going to go Paris Johnson here from Ohio State Yeah, at tackle. I could definitely see that. Um, some people actually have him a lot closer to Skaronsky than he should be. Mm-hmm. He's If Skaronsky's not in this class, he's obviously the number one. number one. Yeah, And Jones is right behind him and Darnell Wright right behind him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very good tackle class. There's four studs. Um, can't go wrong. I don't think you can go wrong with any of them, to be honest. No. I would take any of them. Um, 15th pick, the Jets again. They've got their quarterback. Uh, oh, no, that's not again. This is their first pick, right? Yes. Um, they got Rodgers. They got plenty of weapons, I think. Um, yeah. I think you want to try to keep Rodgers upright, but they also need defense. And there is a guy sitting here on defense that has fallen down the board that is potentially a top-10 talent. I think the Jets are going to have a elite quarterback tandem. They're going to go best available. They're going to take Christian Gonzalez. Uh, you can't even be mad. I feel like what they need right now is best available. I could have seen them go uh, Broderick and get a better tackle. but um, I, I think they believe in Mekhi Becton, though, yeah. a little bit. I mean, they invested a high pick into him. So that was my thought process there. Mm-hmm. You pair up Gonzalez with Sauce, who Sauce is guarding number one receivers. Let Gonzalez gain a little bit of confidence. That's a pretty scary tandem if Gonzalez develops properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the Commanders, the, again, they're another team that's like, damn, you know, after he went. Because I feel like they were they could have gotten him. You know, I've seen him connected to them quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I feel like they obviously need offensive line. Their defensive line isn't bad. Not a deep linebacker class, so I feel like they're gonna they probably go best available right here. Mm-hmm. Um, not in Bajan Robinson. I don't think they're gonna draft a running back. Um, hmm. I feel like they might still go a corner. 
I, I could see them going um, Deontay Banks. Yeah, uh, another corner off the board. It's I didn't realize he hadn't went yet. Yeah, d- obviously with Gonzalez. Athletic freak. Yeah. No, I feel like he's just great. I feel like the Steelers would probably want him. Um, right. So I feel like that's going to hurt them a little bit. But Steelers, I feel, still have a lot of great options available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's plenty of talent left. Um, that's where it gets interesting now. Like The Steelers need tackle. The Steelers need corner. Yes. The Steelers need safety. And the Steelers need D-line. Um. Yeah, this is very interesting. If I was the Steelers, I'm trading up way before this. If uh, only if they need tackle, don't they? Yeah, only if Jalen Carter's available past like nine. Mm-hmm. I think that's when the Steelers would be willing to trade up for him. But I don't think they go Cansey because I they I don't even know if they've brought him in on a visit. Um. They don't need running back. They don't need tight end. They don't really need edge. I think he's sitting right there for him. I think they go Broderick Jones. I figure that's where you're going. That that's where tackle. I was going to go. Uh, yeah, great tackle pick. I feel like they to pick him up. It's a blessing. Uh, the Lions are going again. I want to say one more thing about the Steelers. Yeah. I think that's what the Steelers will do. Me personally, I like Darnell Wright a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But Broderick Jones has been in the facility on visits, and they went to his pro day. I still like Broderick Jones, though. I feel like to get yeah. a tackle. No, I'm not upset with that yeah. at all. Ken, to protect Kenny Pickett is good. I mean, it, it shows, again, that they care, um, which is good. I mean, Burrow didn't have offensive line forever. so Right. It, to get Because they just got him a weapon. Get yeah, him someone to protect him. After the offseason additions, the only position yeah, of weakness, the mm-hmm. only position of weakness on the Steelers <laughs> line is left tackle, which yeah. would be Dan Moore. And getting a left tackle in the draft, they would have vastly improved offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll probably. I don't know if you'll agree with me here. Uh, I actually, you probably will. I feel like now that the Lions already got, a, you know, they picked already. Um, I feel like they they're gonna go uh, Dalton Kinsade right here. Yeah, I was between He's, him and Meyer. Mayer. Um, well, they, in my opinion, well, they just got rid of um, Hawkinson. So without Hawkinson, they, you know, to get a good tight end like this to come right back in there. So they got rid of their tight end. They're bringing in a new tight end, and they got picks from Hawkinson. So it really doesn't look that bad on their part now. Yeah. If he falls to them, so I feel like it for them. They're going to go there, and I feel like this Buccaneers pick's kind of easy, but. There's just the only problem with the Buccaneers here is they need so much. Yeah. Um, I don't think they get Robinson still. Out of all the pay, I feel like no, they're starting from scratch, really. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to start a team around a running back. No. There's two. They have good see. tackles too, though. So I think the they start building up the defense again. I think they go Brian Branch. That's where I thought. I almost all of my mocks, I had them taking um, Brian Branch, and he's a reliable pick, right? Like he's. He's the number one safety. He's in the number class. one safety in the class. Alabama, like yep. you just you know that's a good safe pick for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Seattle, who's on their second pick now, they just got Jalen Carter. They got their defensive interior, so their D line has been covered pretty well. Um, they also need a guard. They need a center. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna actually, with all these D line prospects, I feel like with already drafting one, they're gonna go down, and. 
I think they're going to take Osiris. Yep, I was, I was agreeing with that. He's the number one interior offensive lineman on yeah. the board. And, again, another one where I just thought with what's available that that's what they were going to pick for most right. of the time. They can afford there. to because yeah. they already got probably the best player on the board, period. Yeah. So. Um, this one, the Chargers, another one that I think would be kind of easy for me here. Like, I think I know who I'd pick. These picks were kind of, like, for most of them, I was like, this is what I agree with. Yeah, I think there's a very strong position of need here for them, and there's a very strong player left at that position. They're going to go Joey Porter Jr. Yes. at corner. And I feel like they've been really linked to him. They've had a lot of talks with him. And yeah. he's not the best corner on the board, but they're still getting a great corner off th- the board yeah, right there. He's more raw than Gonzalez and Witherspoon. and. Mm-hmm. Banks is a little raw too, but less than Porter. I feel like the Chargers are a team that are they're sneakily they're good at developing talent though. I feel mm-hmm. like it's not talked about much, but I feel like they're you know I feel like that's something that they've succeeded in. Yeah, um, the concern with Porter is the lack of interceptions in college, but he's one of the longer corners of all time. Like coming mm-hmm. out of the draft, he's oh man, yeah. let me look him up. Um. He is 6'2", 194, and he's wingspan, um, one second, 81-inch wingspan. Wow, he is very long. Yeah, and 10-inch hands. 10 inches? That's yeah. crazy. Which already has him in elite territory for quarterback wingspan, or cornerback wingspan. Mm. He's one of the better cover corners in the class, even though he's, I mean, he's kind of raw. Yeah. But, but like I said, I feel like they've been really good at developing, you know, what they have. Like yeah. their draft picks have hit quite yeah, often. That, that's good value for them at twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um, you might disagree with me here. Uh, so Miles Murphy's still available for the Ravens, okay? Yeah, they lose Calais Campbell. I yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they do need a lot though. They need a lot. I don't love their roster. But I yeah. So that's how I have them taking just because they're good at D line. That also being said though. I wouldn't be upset if they took Quentin Johnson. They might do that, honestly. Um, they, I would be down for that because I don't think he's good. So, well, why I think they would, is, <laughs> why they would, is because they're trying. They need a receiver. Well, they don't. Well, they do need a receiver, but they're trying to get Lamar. If they can get him stay, they just got Odell to try and do that. If they could get him another weapon, I feel like that could help sway him a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Vikings, they just lost Leland. They did lose Thielen. But there but, is a player that has fallen. Yeah, and I also don't love Quentin Johnston. Mm. Um, I think they're going to go best player available. I think they're going to beef the O-line. They're going to go Darnell Wright at 23. Okay, yeah. No, I'm not mad at that. Uh, He's just I, the best guy on the board, and that's good value for him mm. to drop to 23. So... Um, the Jaguars, I could just see them where they're at. They need guard. They need a center. Uh, a lot of them have already gone. There's a lot of good tackles available. Um, but he's there. Um, actually, give me a minute. I could see them trading back here, honestly. Yeah. I feel like they could get their – I feel like they're – okay. Hear me out. I feel like they might go center here, honestly. Um. And just get very John, well could. John uh, Michael Spitz. But I feel like they trade back, and I feel like a team that's been rumored to trade up. The Bills have been rumored. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could trade up and get Robinson here. They could here. jump Dallas here. Yeah, yeah that's I what I'm saying, because I feel like Dallas is going to go Robinson if he's there. Um, Just because he's a young player. Zeke, 
is gone now, right? Yeah. Uh, Zeke's gone. Pollard is, just keeps getting franchise tagged. Yeah, and I don't think Pollard is an every down back. I no. think he's a very, very good uh, specialist back and passing downs. So realistically, he can, he's a good runner, but he's not a guy that's going to carry you to on the ground in the postseason like some of the elite backs. So realistically, they trade back, in my opinion. Right. But um, Emmanuel Forbes is also there, but I feel like they're just going to get a center, uh, probably trade back. But I feel like I'm just going to go with John Michael Schmitz here because they need a center and they need people to protect their franchise quarterback. Yeah, and a theme in recent drafts too. So even if they don't trade back. There is sometimes some interior guys that slide into the late first round just because of team need at that yeah. point. Because they're already a good playoff team. They don't have to worry about some of the things that some of the earlier teams have to yes. worry about. Giants here. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think they need uh, another weapon on offense. Yep. I'm going to take Michael Mayer for the Giants. I, okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. I feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went a, a weapon there. So, yeah. Uh, Cowboys, I'm going to go Bajon Robinson. Yeah. He's there. They're going to take pick. him. Hometown. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buffalo, now, they're in a tough spot. I think if he falls, since we have him there, you, okay, I know you were talking about them getting a running back. I feel like they're going to trust Cook this year, okay? Which, yeah, and they got Damian Harris as yeah. well. They're going to go, if he's here, they're going to go Kalijah Kansi. He's right there. You know what, though? This is actually my pick. And. There's a guy down on the board on this one mm-hmm. that I have way higher on my board. I think Buffalo is going to take Brian Brzee. Really? Yeah. I think he is better than Kansi, in my opinion. I think he's the second best interior D lineman. I feel like Buffalo's just going to try and go safe, though, with the big name, and they're just going to get Kansi. But then again, they might go for a more, like, at this at this stage, you could go for a more raw prospect as well. Right. And Brzee... Was a highly recruited kid out of high school. He's had a, he had a great Clemson career. I don't understand why PFF has him so low on the board. Um, some drafts have him going as high as seventeen to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he's, he was great his whole college career. So hey, if you want to flip my speak, pick, if we want to go with him, I'm fine with that. No, that was my. You got Robinson to Dallas. I had Buffalo. Oh, you had Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. you got you have Cincinnati now. I have Cincinnati. Okay. Um, yeah. Wait. Okay. Anyway, I feel I Buffalo, if either of them are there, I feel like they're going to get the interior line because right. that's a big problem Buffalo's had. Especially with Ed Oliver being a potential trade candidate as well. That's mm-hmm. a rumor going around. Um. Okay. So, do you th- – I feel like another need – I feel like – this could be back-to-back D-linemen, honestly. It could. With the interior. Very well could. Uh, they could get Emmanuel Forbes as well. And they had just lost their starting safety, which hurts a lot. Um, yeah. But I feel like I feel like they, I'm going to get Kansi here for them, for the Bengals. Yeah. He, he was going to go eventually, right? Yeah. Now, this is interesting for New Orleans because, I mean. They, I think I know who I'd take. But they need a lot. Yeah. Um, Who's New Orleans' tight end? Taysom Hill. Right. <laughs> right? I think. If right? that counts, yeah. So, I mean, there's a guy that could slide into the first round here. He's very athletic. I think I'm going to take Darnell Washington here for that. Darnell Washington. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at that. They need a lot. The Eagles get to pick again. Mm-hmm. Pick 30. They lost the Super Bowl. Um, what did we address last time for them? 
Let me go back. Uh, That's Philly picked. We had them. Nolan 10. Smith. They had Nolan Smith. That's it. Okay. Um. Yeah, with Nolan Smith, I feel like he's here. Um. They already addressed the D line. I feel like they're gonna go defense again, and they're. Mm, maybe. I'm questioning myself now. It's tough. Because they're another team that could just take best available. Right. And I feel like receivers, they're not going to go Quentin Johnston. They also have an aging O-line, too. They so. do have an aging O-line. So I've thought about that. Um, oh, Kelsey. How old is Kelsey? He's. I think he's as sad as his last year coming up. Mm-hmm. And Lane Johnson's also very old. Lane Johnson is very old. Uh... So I'm thinking they might actually just get his replacement. And there's two solid options left on the board. Yeah, so for the first round. I feel like I think they just might go, you know, Anton Harrison get a replacement at tackle. Right. That's the that's a pretty good pick too. And then the final one 31 cuz Kansas uh, City. Yeah. Um Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Best um, available again, you think? I don't. I still don't like Quentin Johnston. I think they go. I don't think they get a receiver here. Yeah, me neither. Um, they always get sneak players falling to them, though. Sneaky good picks they by do. them always. Uh, they always usually take guys that aren't on the first round board as well. Yeah. But there is some good edge rushers sitting here. I think they go Luke Van Ness to close out the first round. Lucas Van Ness, sorry. Okay, and since it's a weird one, 32, who would you pick for the Steelers? For who's left on the board? Yes. They already went tackle. There's corners left, right? Yep. Um, Forbes is on the board. But honestly, I think I would either trade this pick back or go potentially to Keeley Ringo. From Georgia. Yeah. Corner. No, I wouldn't be mad at that as well. Um, yeah, corner is a big need for the Steelers right now. So. And he obviously wouldn't have to step right in and be the number one guy. No. They have Pat Pete. And that's what I'm saying. Pat, Pete, Pat Pete's a leader, too. Pat yeah. Pete helps the young players. So I feel right. like that's he could definitely step in and do that. Um, Levi Wallace is still there. He's stud. So they could stick Ringo in the in the slot corner role right away or mm. move Levi to the slot corner role. I'm not mad at that. Who do you think had the best first round out of what we picked? Um, There's only two teams that had two first round picks. Yeah, I really like Seattle Wait, here. Seattle had two. Eagles had two. Was there another one? I feel like there was another one. And Houston. Houston had two, right? Yeah, Houston got Levis and Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's a really good for them. Value wise, I really like I th- what. Uh, I like Seattle's. I like Detroit's draft. Detroit had two. They oh. picked Witherspoon at six and Kincaid at eighteen. Yeah, that's they got a tight end and a corner there. Uh, I feel like it's it's one of these teams that has two. I still like. I feel like. I still like Houston's draft at the same time though, just because um, they got a quarterback and they got a receiver, right. and it just got. They have a passer, and they have someone to catch it, and two of the top guys in the draft pretty much do that. So they fumbled the bag heavy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Hail Mary kind of – this could shake up the NFL severely because if they got Bryce Young and they still get Jackson Smith, you know, 
Yeah. That'd be a way different story. I like Stroud more than I like Levis too. So yeah. Then you could pair those guys up again. I still like Levis though. I feel like he's not the best there. Like he's not better than Stroud, but I feel like they're still getting a good quarterback that's going to go out and perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Patriots picking Paris Johnson as well. Um, yep. They finally get a name that is worth taking in the first round. They're weird at drafting, so I wouldn't even be surprised if they picked a third round guy there. Right. They always do, don't they? Like they, they never do. work. No, they took the dude from Chattanooga last year. He's kind of mid. Yeah, the best part of the pick was where he's from. So yeah. Yeah, that's all he was known for. I don't even know his name. No, I can't remember. I can't remember most of theirs. Uh, who was the receiver they drafted a few years ago? That was terrible. Oh, my goodness. I know who you're talking about. Too. Yeah, it's a common name. Um, he's been terrible other places. He was traded. Oh, my goodness. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. He yeah. was rotten for them. He was. Terrible. Most yeah, of their picks are terrible. And I believe there was a receiver that went after him that was pretty good. Let me look that draft up. And Mac Jones isn't even that good. No, I, he's very mid. I, as a Bills fan, I am loving getting the chance to rip into the Patriots. They were the worst team in our division last year. Which Not even close. Sick, because I also dislike the Patriots. Yeah, they beat your Steelers forever as well. They ruled the AFC. Yeah. So, Nikhil Harry went at pick 32. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers that went after Nikhil Harry. Are you ready? Yeah. 36 overall, Debo Samuel. Oh, 51 overall, A.J. Brown. Oh. 56 overall, Mecole Hardman. Okay. F- uh, 64 overall, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, he, I was mad at that. I was helping the Bills draft him. I was like, look at how, that man is huge. 66 overall, Deontay Johnson. <sighs> 76 overall, Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. That's a good class, actually. Very good class. I mean, those are all very good receivers. That went after. That went after Nikhil Harry. I mean, I, I'd take Nikhil. No, Hunter I Renfro, 149 <laughs> overall. Hunter Renfro, great routes. Nikhil better than sucks. Nikhil Harry. 171, Darius Slayton. Also better than Nikhil, I'd say. Yeah, easily better, I think. Um, 208, Scotty Miller. Better than Nikhil Harry. Yeah, best tight end. <laughs> uh, there's got to be more, right? <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, but that, still. Nathan King, undrafted, maybe better than Nikhil Harry at this How point. How many did we just name that are better than Nikhil Harry? Like six or right? seven. Uh, we're going to start with... Start Scotty with Miller's Debo. one. Um, What's Darius he doing? Slayton is two. I feel like I haven't heard Scotty Miller in forever, though. Hunter Renfro's three. He just signed somewhere. Um, So, three... Four would I mean Miles Boykin's better. That'd yeah. Be four. Um. Five would be Terry McLaurin. Six Deontay Johnson. Seven DK Metcalf. Andy Isabella is better. That's eight. <laughs> Paris Campbell's better. That's nine. <laughs> Paris Hardman Campbell is, is better. ten. Yep. AJ Brown is eleven. Easily. Debo Samuel is twelve. So there's twelve receivers that went after Nikhil Harry that are better than Nikhil Harry. <laughs> That's rotten. Yeah. All right. Um. It's late night. Uh, we have to get up early. I have to. I don't know about your schedule, man. I do. I got to have 8.30. Yeah. Eight, okay. So I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. Uh, yeah. That's our draft. Um, thank you for anyone that's listening in live and, you know, anyone that's listening into the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll shout out Preston out here because he listens in sometimes. So shout out Preston. Uh, yes, but I think that's all we have for today. Uh, yeah. You have any closing remarks? Um, Other than go Bucks? Go Steelers. 
raise the Jolly Roger? Not tonight. <laughs> not Maybe today. Maybe tomorrow. I'm not hoping so. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Later.